your Abby Normals. Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things. The podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. I'm Sarah. And we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. Join us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment, not necessarily in that order and not in equal amounts. And some little bits of hoopla. That's the entertainment. Hoopla? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I feel like it's it's the art and science. It it is. Um, probably more. (laughs) Science, because we like it. We like science. <laughs> well, cheers, y'all. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I don't know. I've lost track of who goes first. Right well, here. um, me too. Do you want to go first? So I can go first. Or... Yeah, you can go. Okay. All right. That's good, because I... mine's on my phone. Mine's on my phone as well. Oh. Because I have my laptop over there for the camera. Right, right. <laughs> All right. So I am going to talk about... There's people creeping in the back. I think that's my ex-husband. can't say that when they're behind me. It's terrifying. That's okay. Oh, I have... Okay, I should have done this in the check-in. I had a massage. So I've been opening a new office, and I have been out there working until like midnight or like two in the morning on one of the days for like the last four days. I had a massage yesterday. I knocked out unconscious, slept through the whole massage. I had three times during that where I woke up in my brain in a panic, felt like I couldn't move and was feeling pressure on my body. And I was panicking. I've never experienced that before. And it was freaked me out. Just freaked me out. That's it. That has nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about. But We'll have to do a topic. It terrified me. I would never be relaxed enough to fall asleep. I I never normally am, but I was so exhausted. And she said I giggled. She said I giggled a couple times. You'd be worried about farting or I I probably didn't do that. Those circumstances. Part two. You don't know what you're doing while you're sleeping. I dreamt about her going into a private practice and me like talking to her about renting the basement, my building, and to do massage therapy. And she paused and she goes. Well, I have been exploring going to private practice and talking about a space. And she got like freaked out. And I'm like, what are you communicating with your hands while I'm unconscious? Stop See, it. Macy, it you may you're connecting on the other side. I like it. In a spiritual way. I don't want it. Yeah. Put happened. it back. Put it back. Nope. Speaking of, it. my topic is separation of church and state. So there is like, oh, okay. let's turn that corner. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, I, it's, that's like one of the, probably the most common term that you've heard is separation of church and state. That's mm-hmm. not actually the verbiage that's in the constitution, but uh, and it doesn't exist. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's supposed to, but it doesn't in theory. So, um, what is it? I mean, what do, what do you all just kind of know off the top of your head of the purpose? Well, the idea, the gist, the, if the, you will, right? Correct. The spirit of the, spirit the birds of is that you know the government is not supposed to be promoting or you know indoctrinating from any religion that's supposed to be separate from you know the governing but mm-hmm. it just doesn't exist it's impossible to separate so um yes it's and one of the biggest violators of this are our public schools and public buildings that's where my mind went mm-hmm. straight to the school which are some of which are religions under god United States of America. Right. We did that every morning in elementary school. Oh, yeah. 
And, and so it's actually been banned in US public schools and most public buildings since 1962. So with that in 1992, Congress passed a resolution designating January 16th Religious Freedom Day. Never heard of that before. Um, to honor the anniversary of that 1786 passage of the Virginia Statute for Religious Freedoms. Um, the reason why this was so important is because there was uh, a big fear that government would impose a a religion that would then be enforced upon anybody and the ability to have and practice your own religious freedom or even the freedom to not practice um, could be uh, violated. So mm -hmm. this was considered a huge importance when um, the Constitution was being made. And uh, the statute for religious freedom reads, no man shall be compelled to frequent or support any religious worship, place, or ministry whatsoever, nor shall be enforced in his body or goods, nor shall otherwise suffer on account of his religious opinions or beliefs, but that all men shall be free to profess and by argument to maintain their opinion in matters of religion, and that same shall in no wise diminish, enlarge, or affect their civil capacities." So that's the formal statement. Um, and it was actually Jefferson who spoke of a wall of separation. And that's how the term separation of church and state kind of. Oh, slaveholder Jefferson. Right. So, oh, yeah. I mean, all of those, all of those dudes. That's yeah. right, different that. topics all together. Um, all of those dudes. All those dudes. Uh, Is that so, an actual song? Are you making them? Oh, I just different became, words. It's a Mott the Hoople song. Oh, I just became all the young dudes, I think, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I I'm really famous for it. like saying that wrong lyrics to songs, but thinking they're the right ones. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> my stepbrother <laughs> did that. <laughs> just loud and proud, <laughs> and then people go, "Actually, that's not what the lyrics are." Yeah, like, I like my version. But yeah, like, exactly. like the more confident you are, the better it's it is anyway probably most people don't know anyway so right except for those few that correct you <laughs> yeah no my stepbrother thought it was you dropped the bumblebee baby <laughs> that's good the yeah i always yeah, get man. the riding when i'm done catch me riding dirty i don't know i, I do i do it wrong every time yeah yeah that's what kind of theme song isn't it <laughs> <laughs> makes sense uh, all right. So then there, so Congress uh, put into the Constitution, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof um, and the separation then was supposed to just kind of be there. <laughs> and it has really been a battleground in schools, which is so interesting because that, those are like our most vulnerables in terms of learning about the world. Mm -hmm. And that's where they get targeted the most. Young and impressionable. When I worked in the high school, I remember there was, uh, there was a period of time where these, uh, I forget what religious group they were from, but they were staying on the corners just outside of where they could get just in trouble. Just off school grounds. Just off school grounds. And between the middle school and high school? Yeah. Just, yeah. Like it was like it was, they had like people posted and, oh, and they were handing off. I don't remember. 
But I remember, so I, I knew it because student, I had students coming in complaining to me and showing me the like pamphlets. And then I walked out there and I was like, you can't do that. And you talk to them. Yeah. One, one of them. Yeah. Um, it just made me mad. Okay. And they, they weren't on public school property, but they, uh, they were handing leaflets to children and it's just not, yeah, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't, what I got into here is that it really didn't matter whether you're on school grounds or not. It's not okay. So that, that being said, I actually learned quite a bit about this of like, wow, I know that these things happen <laughs> like all the time and, and they're not constitutionally okay. So 1962, what you mentioned that school, well, this is kind of, this is actually a different part of it, but school prayer. So uh, that was ruled unconstitutional in a landmark case against Ingle versus Vital in the court's opinion stating um, that the First Amendment, it is a matter of history that this very first practice of establishing governmentally composed prayers for religious services was one of the reasons which caused many of our early colonists to leave England and seek religious freedom in America. Neither the fact that the prayer may be denominationally neutral nor the fact that its observance on the part of the students is voluntary can serve to free it from limitation of the establishment cause. So I thought that was really interesting because it's like you can opt out. That's kind of what schools would say. It's like you don't have to be prayer. You don't have to pray. Oh, so they would pray, but then say, but you don't have to. Well, yeah. So like, well, like a class, like the teacher may say like, okay, we're going to, we're going to hold a prayer. If you choose not to, or your parent chooses to write a letter and, and you, and says that you don't have to, that's doesn't matter. You can't hold prayer at a school based with students on- based on uh, the uh, what's called the establishment cause. Okay. So going Clause. back to the Pledge of Allegiance, which still exists today. Mm-hmm. Um, last time I worked in a school, which was a while back, kids could opt out and just be silent. Mm-hmm. But that's a fairly modern turn of mm-hmm. events. When I was little, you had to do it or you'd be in trouble. Mm-hmm. There was no opt out option. Yeah. They're <laughs> still, but they still do it. They, they still do it. it. Right, right, right. Yeah. They still do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you are, you when that starts, you have mm-hmm. to stop. You have to find a flag and face it, mm-hmm. and you have to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And in Washington State, I would say that's probably even more liberally done than some other states where that's like required. I'm sure there's yeah cultural differences mm-hmm. based on where you are in the country. Right. So that um, court case, they. The, what had happened was that the school had directed that following prayer that there that this following prayer had to be said aloud by each class in the presence of a teacher at the start of the school day and it was almighty god we acknowledge our dependence upon thee and we beg that we beg thy blessing upon us our parents our teachers and our country so they were all required to say that so they do like the pledge of allegiance and then the prayer um this was this one was just about the that the prayer specifically mm-hmm. in this court case um, the parents of 10 school children brought the action against the board, board of Education for unconstitutionality. And they said that basically uh, public school is part of the state. We're no longer a place for the practice of religion. So that was the first kind of upholding of it. What year again? Uh, this one was in, I had it here. This was 1962. So pretty early. So how does the Supreme Court decide 
like what's really considered religious or not because then that you there's like gets mud muddy i think yeah that's why it doesn't exist right so they there's actually three tests that they use to apply that was interesting the lemon the lemon test it's like first a good one. test mm. so this is based on the 1971 case of lemon versus kurtzman no, oh, I thought there was actual lemon juice. No, I was I, thinking it was like hopeful, an yeah. invisible ink situation. <laughs> Write it in lemon juice, apply some heat, and it shows it it's religion. Yeah, like five lemons, put it on a scale, and put the travel. Call it the lemon test and not have lemons be a part of it. I mean, I like a like car that nothing says you can <laughs> have a lemon in it. So, okay, so here we go. Uh, they, they said that they will rule a practice unconstitutional if, number one, the practice lacks any secular purpose, that is, that is if the practice lacks any non-religious purpose. So it, if, it, if there is no non-religious purpose, okay. The second is the practice either promotes or inhibits a particular religion. Oh my God, Sarah. Oh, uh, violation. You made me say the Lord's name. <laughs> In vain. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> That's okay. We're going to separate we're, that out of here. We're going to separate <laughs> church and podcast. Church and <laughs> podcast. Um, so I the the practice either promotes religion or inhibits another. So that's, you know, just again, that part of just because you're allowed to do it and you don't have to participate. That doesn't mean... Okay. What is this test trying to determine? Whether it's constitutional or not. So this is saying that if it's the if it hit, falls under these three boxes, it's unconstitutional. If this is happening mm -hmm. in the school, okay. Yeah. So and then the third one is if it's practiced excessively in the court's opinion mm -hmm. involves the government with a religion. It's so gray area because like right. how are you going to measure? It's going to depend on the judge. The yeah, judge it's like the term "several." I hate that. It's like what does "several" mean? I mean, I mean is it three? Is no, it seven? Few is three. Several is <laughs> four to five. Yeah. It's <laughs> not defined though. I mean, some people would say I'll several is three. Well, they're wrong. Well, it's not defined correctly. Yeah. Then the next one is the coercion test. Oh. This was in 1992. So this is Lee versus Wiesman. The religious practice is examined to see to what extent if overt pressure is applied to force or coerce individuals to participate. The court has defined the unconstitutional coercion occurs when, number one, the, if the government directs it, which I love that. I actually like that. Like, so if the government directs it, that is coercion. Number well, how two. is government de defined though? I think that can be so fun. a government entity. So that you could imagine like a, a small town that has a, a town hall that's government. But it could be any school also. Right. It could be any school. So basically it's it could be any entity under that government umbrella. A teacher. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh the second is a formal religious exercise. And the third is in such a way as to obligate the participant participation of objectors so if someone says no i don't want to do this and they find a way to coerce them to do it anyways or like or, like or threatens their grade yeah either threaten or bribe kind of mm -hmm. thing right and so yeah i was i'm i was trying to like think as i'm going through these like the people outside of the school like would how would they fall under under these so they stayed off of the school grounds mm -hmm. they're not technically a government 
entity, right? So they're not, um, I wanted to know about the coercion bit, like- what, Because these are minors. Right, they're minors. So they don't they have don't parents really have there. have the authority, I guess. But if they're just giving information. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're in this gray area. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like if it's minors, that should be coercion because they could be considered like not able to well, give they were to say, consent. You better take this or I'll beat you up after school. Well, kids, they're just going to take it and throw it on the ground usually. Well, and, 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 <laughs> and children are a vulnerable population. Like oh, they are considered in the United States as a vulnerable population. So no matter what you're doing it's going to be under that scope that they don't have the capacity to make in complete informed consent on their own so say maybe the handing them the flyer isn't maybe crossing that line but maybe giving them the flyer and having them sign up to do volunteer work at your church now mm -hmm. you may have crossed the line where you have gotten their consent in an area that right yeah I think the handing is already crossing the line because a lot of people don't, especially, you know, if you're, but they're not, don't have experience, you don't, you're not going to be like, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. You're going to take it because you just don't know especially what else to do. Right. You might feel like caught off guard or like uh, awkward in the moment. But, but the church it. isn't necessarily government though. However, this is where I get really just stuck on the fact of like why they don't have to pay taxes. So there's like a weird blurred line of like they're giving given and granted access and um, what may be a good word um, permissions by the government to do things that are outside of the norms of other entities, and yet they're not under a government umbrella. So they have this like weird flexibility to also do some things that they couldn't do otherwise if they were labeled as part of a government weird it's a weird there's well, like a weird overlap is there like a freedom of speech situation happening yeah where it's sure. like but again it's like them out there talking with the megaphone and even mm -hmm. if it's like aggressive mm -hmm. but once they're handing the information mm -hmm. like where is that i know I it's know. so muddy right because it can leak onto the school grounds right and sure yeah so taking the information and then walking it in but then they're walking it in mm -hmm. yeah the or if you're your voice can be heard on school grounds. What's that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or your breath. Mm -hmm. Or your breath. Or your breath. Well, and we if, all know germs are real. And if, we've learned that in COVID. This is true. And if the government is giving them tax credit or where they're not having to pay taxes and they have all this extra money to make brochures and give to children, perhaps there's something to be said about that. <laughs> Just Pay taxes, pay taxes, help. If we have to, they have to. Because they benefit, the whole thing is like they benefit, this is a sidetrack, they benefit people. Counseling centers freaking benefit people. We have to pay taxes, lots of taxes. We I benefit a lot of people. I just, you, you're like, you're not getting a little benefit. Like, ooh, guess what? You don't have to pay any taxes no. this year. That doesn't happen. I feel like it's we never happened to me. Not ever. once. Still waiting for that email. 
Okay. All right. So congratulations. You've been selected to not pay taxes this year. Go you. Oh, no tax lottery. Oh, ew. No, that makes me think of housing lotteries. And it's just sad after a while because you're like, I hope it's me. And you violated no losses here. You're entered into this competition. You've paid you've paid your taxes successfully for 35 years now. You have had no red light tickets, camera tickets for 90 days. Go you. 90 days. That's, that's, that's the record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the endorsement test. So this was an eight, 1989 case, um, uh, Allegheny County versus ACLU. The practice is examined to see if it unconstitutionally endorses religion by conveying, quote, a message that religion is favored, preferred, or promoted over other beliefs. That was interesting, too, because that's like, that's not even coercing them to do something. That's just like, if you promote, even in your classroom, if you have crosses hung up, mm-hmm. well, this you're is showing a, favorability. This is yet one example of how you can't take it out because think of people's bias. I mean, mm-hmm. most of the teachers are Christian and they're just going to, you know, implicitly be presenting things from from that lens mm-hmm. even like decorating for like christmas, christmas decorating yeah. mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the jewish kids in there are like fucking poor jewish kids that's why i have problems where's why are you giving me a christmas ornament yet again for hanukkah where am i gonna hang this secret santa christmas ornaments and people give me christmas ornaments all the time i'm like where am I gonna? You're like, I'm gonna forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Muzzle time! You should just hang it in your car, like all that's good cultural here. intelligence. Yeah. I know I should start keeping them, just like just collecting them, yeah. being like, look at this lack of cultural. You should just create a wall of cultural inappropriate. I should. That's a really that good bird piece. Yeah, you could have an installation. Oh wow, yeah, that could be the Mac. Giving them all to the goodwill. Damn it. You can start now. It's (laughs) never too late. So you're right. Church and state issues. Um, it's you know, it's on our money. (laughs) In God we trust. Um, under God is in the allegiance. President Eisenhower said at the time that in doing so, Congress was reaffirming the transcendence of religious faith in America's heritage and future. In this way, we shall constantly strengthen the spiritual weapons which will forever be our country's most powerful resource in peace and war. So it's really interesting because that line is intentionally painted gray, like you're talking about. So yes, it's there because it was deemed important. That's like what we were trying to establish this new country on was freedom of religion and everything. Well, that really what it was? I don't know. Or I guess you're trying to take over people. Or is it taking over, yeah, imposing your own views on the people that are already here because they're deemed as savages and valid. Them trying to break away from England, I think maybe was the idea, but then when they got here, it just turned into a whole nightmare. Well, and there's, yeah, I mean, and there were so many different sects of religions that were starting to branch off at that time too that it it, i mean and now there's so i mean there's so many good luck 
Um, yeah. But in 2022, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled six to three in favor of a high school football coach who claimed the constitutional right to pray on the 50-yard line after games joined by those players who wished to participate. The decision represented the recent tendency of the court's conservative majority to require more accommodation of, ex of expression of religion in public schools and a narrow, narrower definition of separation between church and state. bias. Right. So all of a sudden, it's just who's looking at it can say, well, they should be able to express themselves. But from what we read, it's not about you can express yourself all you want off of government property. Well, and would they be really saying that if it, it's not the dominant religion that wanted to express itself? Right, and and that does, and what damage does that do to the, you know, to the kid who is Muslim standing over there and doesn't want to participate and now is now ostracized yeah. from his teammates, like, and it's known now, and or maybe he does it anyways and then gets his family seat. Oh, yeah. Like, there's so many implications. Right. Even, like, back when they were saying oh, you can choose to opt out, but then, yeah, it's either, like, I'm just going to sit here and try to, like, blend Right, in. and we know at that age, belonging feels life-threatening. Right. Like, right. Right. you'll do anything to belong in most cases. Yeah. So I went to, um, I went to Whitworth, which is a religious-based university in town, and at the point when I first went there, I was pretty, I'd say, agnostic, wasn't really sure. Um, they don't require students to be um religious there but the staff do they have to write a statement of faith to get hired there um which i didn't really care mind too much about um uh, but certain classes and it was only certain teachers mm -hmm. would hold prayer at the start and i remember feeling so awkward um i remember i would like bow my head and like would just kind of move my mouth along with what they were saying for a while so kind of what we were saying like you right know, like you kind of like have to go well because because like, they mm -hmm. everyone everyone's doing it and everyone's very in, into it and, and i in college can you imagine like that as mm -hmm. a child and right well and they do i got called out by college students i got i like if you don't have if you're don't believe in god how can you help morals like i still have that burned in my brain and then i didn't want to be on campus i didn't make any friends on campus because i didn't feel like i was i didn't even want to belong i just didn't want to be excluded mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. any deviance would make that happen so i i very much feel for the person that is the like oh you don't have to participate yeah like it's that's not that easy. it's not that easy whoever says that doesn't have any understanding of mm -hmm. child psychology whatsoever no um or adult psychology yeah, yeah. Psych too. <laughs> um so the last things i was going to say i just wanted to like share real quick um just so you know the actual like top 10 violations at schools that aren't supposed to happen yeah so the first one is prayers at school so, events so we know that one um so this happens a lot. Uh, it can happen uh, sporting events. It can happen even things like vigils um, for yeah. students, things like that. Um, that if it's held on student grounds by a student, like that is all not okay um, constitutionally. Um, anything like the coaching thing like that uh, under the way it's written would not be allowed. But that's why I went to the... Supreme Court, and then they shot it down because of who's in there. Number two is Pledge of Allegiance. So students have a constitutional right to not participate in this, 
nor can students be required to stand or be penalized for not doing it. So you don't, because I remember having to stand, like, even if they, like they'd be stand up and then you'd see the kids that would just like, you know, hand side, hand over your left heart, um, your left heart, like you have more than one. <laughs> see how good I am at this? I like my right heart. Left <laughs> right. Mark is actually asking you there now. He goes, can people be born with two hearts? <laughs> I mean, technically. So. I Googled it. And there's probably some people that are nobody's ever been born. There was too. somebody that did like a transplant and had a heart connect to their original heart. Oh, and it did then that. the other one started work his original oh. started working, so then both hearts were going. Wow. Wow. I have to listen on a stethoscope to that sucker. Could you imagine how much trouble you get if you put but both hands out of your heart? Yeah, yeah. Um so, and that was even before the under God, under God was added in 1954. So even before that, it was considered to, like, you don't have to stand. You can't be penalized that for that. You can't, you don't have to say it. Um, uh, the Supreme Court prior has frequently affirmed this right. If there's any fixed star in our constitutional constellation, it is that no official high or petty can prescribe what shall be orthodox in politics, nationalism, religion, or other matters of opinion, or force citizens to confess by word or act their faith. Okay, third is school Bible distributions. Oh. I, I don't think I've personally seen this. I have not. Um, but uh, just even having them, having them just distributed or even like, like, oh, it's optional but here everyone gets one that sort of thing religious clubs held on campus good point but then if they're you know wanting to join however there could be some you can so the it actually kind of goes the opposite way of you can have religious clubs but you cannot have not you cannot exclude atheist clubs so that's more of the biggie. So that's if you school Satan, yeah, I was gonna say what if right. that's one of my topics. Right, right, right. So um, if if you have clubs available to students, you have to allow clubs mm-hmm. for uh, all and any, including none. Uh-huh. Right. So it's not saying that you can't have it there, but if you do it, you have to have it open to anybody's possible groups, um, without any punishment. Um, as they, long as they're not like sacrifice and things and that kind of stuff um because well because it can't violate the rights of um you can't encroach upon other people's stuff so like what no i just want to go to add something you're sacrificing um i used to work (laughs) at an elementary school sacrificing at the elementary school on the other side of the river and um the other side of the school was a native american school uh-huh. And and they, because it was part of their culture, were able to um, kill deer in the school. Mm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good point. So if it's mm-hmm. in, like, your regular public schools and your... Government. Government. U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Then so can... tribal lands, reservations, things yeah, like that would be separate. No, this is across the river. Are they part of... Well, so as long as... So they could technically do that if it was part of a club organization as long as they didn't exclude others technically within whatever bylaws they have for that but they couldn't force mandate or require or punish 
for not doing I it. never studied their bylaws, but I just think it was <laughs> super cool when, like, it was that time of year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I can and see community. them, like, bringing, like... Yeah, and the whole community's in it, and they're, you know, that's their right. faith, and so it's... That's awesome. Yeah. And then, like, other people from the outside would like complain. Or it has like, more to do with like, a lot of because it was their culture to do it. It's kind of like mm-hmm. on the coast, um, the tribes have permission to kill the whales because it's part of their mm-hmm. their culture. Mm-hmm. Versus mm-hmm. like if you and I went to kill a whale, that would be really bad. Mm-hmm. Right, get in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, I'm just imagining. Like, Not that you and I would ever want to kill a whale. No, right. I was just giving an example. No, I know. So I'm, just thinking, I'm just thinking of like in the public schools and then there's like a Native American club and they're like, this is part of our thing. So well, it was a whole Native American school. Yes. which In is the that. school that I was working on the other side. Of, yeah. yeah. Which was fine. But what if there was a Native American club within yeah. the school? Well, and, and that may just be more about whatever the schools, yeah. um, you know. Because okay right, because I remember having to fill out the form of creating a club within the school, and they were very strict okay. about. Yeah, well, like club. It wasn't my like club. club. I was helping a student. Like they had to Start fill out the form oh. at East Valley. Like here's what the requirements are. Yeah. So I'm sure there'd be some hoops to jump through. Is this sure. I I mean, it was. It could be filled out by a high schooler, so I don't think it was that stringent, but. Um, the only reason I'd ever want to start a club is to have jackets. We oh we never got our jackets. We never got our jackets. I mean we've had tons of jackets, but we, we got, never got the we, jacket. We never got the jackets. Wait, could we have DDT podcast jackets? jackets? We've always well, wanted. I so I'm like, we do have jackets. We want kind of like the like the... <gasps> lightning. Uh, yes, the green lightning kind. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So number four. <laughs> uh, what about the logo? The, look, the stickers, the, style, the jacket, mm-hmm. like that patches. The only reason I've ever done anything would be pink. I think we did charm. I have color. I have a hard time with pink. I don't know if I could. No, I think we could charm on color, but the same yeah. style. And see, oh, there's colors. a rainbow. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So schools may not teach religious doctrine, including creationism and, and intelligent design. The Supreme Court has firmly struck down attempts to prohibit evolution or teach scientific creationism. Uh, so this is no controversy exists in the scientific community regarding evolution, which like gravity is fact. Well, teaching that there is a controversy about validity of evolution in science class, like teaching astrology along with astronomy or alchemy and chemistry, the scientific literacy of students in our nation um really is holds a foundation that it is important to teach about um evolution because of science so here's where it gets tricky Mm -hmm. i mean one of the many areas where it gets tricky Mm -hmm. because if i am a um, fundamentalist christian i believe in creationism i would see the teaching of evolution as somebody pushing their religious agenda on my child however we do not not believe in evolution but it is not a religious doctrine that yeah but in some schools they the textbooks are different Mm -hmm. like they will have stuff not in certain textbooks in public schools around the country because of the demographics right no bible that happens yeah 100 percent different than a textbook in Seattle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll pull chapters. Back even. To Skyler's 
yeah topic yeah changing the books right right so and and really the point i think within the constitution is where it's not about fact versus religion um so science exists and we have as a human race within the united states have said that we hold science as not a religious faith it is not practiced it is not um done in the same would you say as a religion agnostic or atheist or religion sorry um no not technically because they're considered well atheism can be be. anti-religion it's so it would be an organization but it's more of a belief it's the because it does specifically say religious beliefs and the protection to not participate. And I think that may include agnostic or atheist, but there may be subgroups of other types of religions that fall outside of other that, you know, um, that may be more othered. Yeah. Um, Still waiting to start my religion. Oh yeah. We've been, what was our name? We have to change it because I've met somebody in real life with that name. That's horrible. And I actually, in a moment of talking too much, said, oh, my God, I was going to start a cult with that. Oh, my God. I was no. going to say, is this going to be a or a cult? No, no, no. Okay, to be fine, Sarah. Fine line. No, we, we said it was a cult. We did say Yeah, actually, but there like, is a fine line. Yeah. And we wanted a cult. And we were going to really it. recruit dentists. Dentists? Yeah, they're very vulnerable. Um, high they, depression. They need support. They have a lot of money. They need support. We can really that, back. Have you guys figured we, that out? Did you research? We talked about it a bit. It's probably because people like uh, oh, future topic one day. Up in people's mouths and not Everybody hates them. High suicide risk. I, I had a, a dentist share with me that mm-hmm. it's so hard. It's like kind of flipped the tables. Like I was having a hard time. Like, well, how's it feel to be me? Everybody hates dentists and blah blah. blah. I'm like, and then I'm in the vulnerable position. It was horrible. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I mean, it's like it's like work, it's okay. Being a mechanic. Being a mechanic is frustrating because everything goes wrong and soft tools and all that. And then it has an opinion. And it's like and it hates every you. Like five seconds. Of- and, and they don't break. make their appointments. <laughs> I would just went to the dentist Monday. Good job. Well done. Well done. You're facing so many fears. Um, I didn't even Xanax up. How did you get through it? It it was great. I even told her, I'm like, this is great. What'd you do? What did I do? Yeah. What do you mean? To be able to go to the dentist and not have Xanax. Because I've had a lot of positive experiences at this new new Mm -hmm. dentist that I've been going at. And this is just a cleaning. Yep. And I'm like, I can do it because the last three times there hasn't been any issues. Mm-hmm. And I spoke up. I mean, a lot of this is self-advocacy. Mm-hmm. I never was, was able to like speak mm-hmm. up when I'm when being tortured unless it's like at the point where I'm like dying. Mm-hmm. And so I've been right. like saying like, this will help me. I need this, this, and this. And that will help me with my experience. And they've been open to that. And so it's been helping. That's so true. Cause they'll often be like, let, uh, you know, let me know if it's hurting. And, I, and I'd be like, okay, like it's hurting. Okay, like, 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 is it, my like, where's the can't tell when my whole body stiffens like, up and I'm trying to sink into the chair that it's hurting. Or when I like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's in my brain. Um, okay, so they cannot deny atheist student clubs. 
or any secular clubs, uh, they have to be allowed under the Equal Access Act. If public secondary schools permit non-secular clubs, they cannot discriminate. Mm -hmm. Um, All clubs must receive the same rights and privileges. So if a teacher is unwilling to serve as an advisor for a secular club, a school administrator should be assigned. So they shouldn't just be like, oh, no one's going to support you. They should get the same support as any other club would get. The um, EAA further requires that student clubs be run by students, not adults, teachers, or other outsiders, such as youth ministers. School staff may only supervise club meetings. Participation is actually forbidden. Forbidden. I like that, actually. Like, guidance, but not yours. Get out. Graduation in churches and schools. Um, That's also something that is... uh, it has to reasonably conclude that the district would only choose that environment. Like they can't choose it for re- spreading religious faith. They have to basically be very careful if they are using a religious place because it can be easily assumed that there is a correlation. Uh, we talked about that. We talked about that. And then um, church meetings in schools. Um, they have to. Yeah, that's just not. Great. <laughs> there has to they basically have to follow the same school rental policy as anybody else. Uh, if there was like renting a room for some reason, um, they can uh, they can only use it during those rental hours. They can't be you know talking to students. You know they have to be using for their specific purpose. Um, not involved with the school itself. Here's a question. Yeah. So what if one of these clubs is going around giving out? flyers to other no, saying, no, can't no. To that'd the be a violation yeah no but how do they promote the club well the students so students can run a student club but this is like an outside like a church renting a room like oh. renting to have meetings within the school no i'm sorry it wasn't i okay. didn't, wasn't talking about them yeah. i was speaking about the students mm-hmm. within the school you that, that. join the club yeah. and they can give out the pamphlets mm-hmm. So how is that different from the people? Because the student is not oh, part of the government. Got it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not. Right. So if what if one of the students mm-hmm. from the club was on out there in the front of the school giving up? But, um, but that's different because they're not promoting a school. Club. Right. They're, they're promoting they're, their own club and church. And they're not restricting access to other students having their own clubs. Okay. Whereas someone handing out flyers doing that is promoting access into a secluded religious environment that is pulling other students away from other options or opportunities or excluding them yeah and they're off school grounds and they know their limits right right and they know they know they know well yeah it's just like we used to go smoke at high school we knew which crack in the sidewalk (laughs) if we're on this side we're fine probably the other side someone could get harassed so no religious messages in the classroom, which I thought was interesting because I think that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, no quotes, no memes, no uh, religious Bible statements, no, even if no portraits of Jesus, religious figures, even if it's private, even if it's yours, like it's mine. Or like novels that have. Yep. Nope, 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 nope. 
They cannot be on, cannot be displayed. But people wear brass jewelry all the time, or you know, no. What are and this would say no. This would say no. That happens all the time. It cannot be displayed on public grounds, public school hallways, like offices, yeah, or staff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, staff wear cross necklaces, offices, David stuff, classrooms, or anywhere in view of students and parents. So that definitely happens. So right, 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 right. These so are violations. Get fired up and be like, this teacher. I'm not liking this cross on them. We need to have a meeting. And it is probably not like, allowed. Yeah. Go to court or do the something. The whole like bottom part of this is like, it goes into a big thing, but basically I'll make the statement of complain. Like it's not okay. It does create, um, uh, it's creates separation within students and it, it's not healthy for development of student uh, growth within their what own cultures. What if it's somebody's tattoo? Like what are you going to tell them? Cover, that up. Cover it up. Well, and they should when they're hiring. Like that's something. Like if you have a neck cross tattoo and you're working in a government entity, then you could influence and impact kids. That could be a violation. I covered up my tattoos when uh, as a counselor uh, working at the high school. I always wear something that would cover my tattoos, even just because I didn't want them to like have an opinion. What if you can't cover it up? What if it's so deeply part of who you are? And they could that to take it off this? would. But is that discrimination? I don't know. It was tricky. I mean, the government discriminates in many other ways. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, you're discriminating. I'm just just trying to approach this with equanimity. Definitely. That's what I was thinking, too. It's like, is that then, that could become a battle of, like, you're discriminating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't be in here because. Right. But then I think it's going to become about, like the you know power of influence again like okay so you as an adult not getting this specific position are there other positions you could get yes outside of the government you can go get a teaching job at a private school you could do something else are you going to impact all of these students potentially in a way that we've already deemed them a vulnerable population yes it's already against the constitution yes I don't see that going in there. So forever. Macy was an issue. Like, you're sorry, kid. You're not getting this job. I mean, buddy. I guess my problem is I, it's that violated most all the of the time. people are Christian and Agreed. they are are with or without a jewel on them or something. They're they're still their bias is so overwhelmingly explicit yes. and implicit that they're already spreading their views. Right. Yes. Um. Youth pastors also um, are not to be given access to students to befriend or give presentations to students. No pastors, no religious, any talk with students, um, no, uh, what are they called? Uh, um, I guess it's been so long. Assemblies. You forgot the word assembly. I forgot the word assembly. It's been a long time. Like, what's that gathering of many students? An assembly. I just, uh, I just hated assemblies. I just, okay. I would always go in. I hated watching them and I like watched this. All, all the students hate going there. And then the, all the students who had like either disabilities or developmental anything or, you know, our mental health students, <laughs> they're like in the back struggling the whole time. No like, don't look. wants to be there. It's boring. I would always get anxiety how they pull the risers out of the wall. <laughs> they're dangerous. Like, somebody's going to get topic. caught in the future topic. I do think about like, I when, I, when I'm in the stand, I'm like, yeah. I think going down. Yeah. So, like, and then, then everything, 
you know who's under there smoking or whatever right now and then if this collapses like i just filled with anxiety the entire time yeah it's it's just a lot of yeah, it's too, too, many, too many people in one space. Right. It's unnecessary. So music is another one. I'm just powering through this way. You can have your topic too. Um, <laughs> oh, so thank you. Music is another one. Uh, so you oh, can sure. have it. You can have parts of it. You can have religious songs within other contexts. It's it's kind of the grounds of like, are people required to attend it? Is it all that? Like they're going to be kind of looking at those factors to see if it's crossing lines. And what about with sorry, going back to really quick, the, the okay. like novels or like you know, that yeah. they like the literature classes when mm-hmm. there's like a book, but then mm-hmm. there's religious influence within the books. Mm-hmm. It's like I think they're still able to do that, right? But then the kids can opt out and say, I don't want to read this book because it's like a um it's so again, they I think they shouldn't be it's, doing it, but they do. I think it has to do more with how it's being taught, mm-hmm. if it's a requirement, um, and if there's any punishment or coercion around that. So if so for example, when I was at the college, I had to write a paper about a historical thing, and I wrote about um obviously things like colonialism and how that had a really negative impact on many people and I wrote that in a lot of detail and instead of grading it what I would consider fairly all that was written on my paper on the side was not sure about this question mark and I got a C and that was it literally the only feedback I got on my whole paper and it was because I called attention to religious aspects that were it was it was in the bible class it was in the required bible class that I had to take (laughs) the one I think it was stupid yeah, so I kind of knew what I was walking into. So like, you were thinking that should like drop a little. I'm just like, well, well, don't tell me to write about the history of it and to tell me I can't write about that part. Yeah, like I can only write about the good things according to you. Yeah, voluntariness, voluntariness. I don't like that word. Is no excuse. So having like, oh, we're going to have a church come and uh, it's um you're going to help homeless people by putting together meals and it's, and it's voluntary, but it's for class credit. And it's, if, if it is, that's still not okay. Like you can earn extra you credit can't, if you purchase like, Yeah. You can't call it voluntary if it's religious and it's bringing it onto that, that ground. Yeah. yeah. And it pays to complain. There's like, so I just want to say the last thing here Report your violations, ffrf.org slash legal slash report freedom from religion foundation. Um, They are there to help support religious freedom for everyone. So don't hesitate to do so. Um, It takes action and advocacy to maintain. Power to parents who are, you know, feeling like their children are being put in these situations that don't feel good to them and mm-hmm. make the kids uncomfortable and so then they are they have a space to be able to take it to well know. and and that's where I think it's hard because when you go to the school boards or because you've had a lot of interaction with school systems mm-hmm. it is very biased within mm-hmm. those systems and they have their decision making made mm-hmm. so yeah I like and, yeah they're gonna back their schools right up, right right and, like well yeah it's it's how do we protect our own and how do we get our legal on board with that until we can't <laughs> it makes me think too of um when we would teach yoga in the schools and we weren't able to like you can't say namaste 
or do mm. any of the like little things right. that could be considered that this is a religious practice? Well, that was by design by the founders of Yogacom so that it would be accepted into secular spaces. Mm-hmm. Right. So they intentionally say no Sanskrit, no chanting, mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that you could continue teaching yoga, but it's not so that it would be welcome there. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be perceived as yeah, a when we when we did the suicide prevention training. Remember, there was one school that told us like we couldn't talk about what did they say? Like there's this whole section that were like, we don't want you to talk about this part. What part was the part? I can't remember. I can't remember either. But it was like one school That's specifically. Yeah, well, we, we were doing presentations at multiple schools about um, suicide prevention and awareness uh, for students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it was specifically like they didn't want us to talk about um, it was something I think like some of the risk factors um, mm-hmm. because there were certain I think it talked about those implications. Yeah. Um, they I think they didn't want us to talk about self-harm at all. Like there were certain things that they just like knowed. And it was very interesting. And this was a public school. It was a public school, and it was it was local. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. I I learned things in this topic, and I was like, oh, okay, alrighty, okay, take it away. Pass the baton. Yeah. Okay, so it's Pride Month. Woo! So I'm doing a. Um, I was going to do a murder. Murders. I wanted to do murder too, but I wasn't. I was in the mood, and I just wanted to do something topical. Uh, yeah, I have to. I feel like I get in like, like murder moods. I get in murder moods. I feel, like and then I'll do like three murders in a row. Uh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. and then like a musician. Yeah, <laughs> and then Barney the purple dinosaur. Yeah, too. and then I'll mix it up. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, so in honor of Pride Month, uh, I'm doing a topical topic. Love it. And so I want to say I was out on Sunday downtown, and they're painting a Pride flag. On the, they were painting a Pride flag. It's done now on the in the middle of the intersection of Howard and Riverside. It's right down there. So I was watching for a little while, and just the blatant homophobia that everyone was subjected to and i tried to chase off some people really um yeah and and it was just it was just i just felt so bad i mean it's super hot they're on the asphalt yeah this is volunteers from the spokane arts group trying to just do something nice for spokane Mm -hmm. and they're just subjected to such horror horrible how long were you, hate speech like, how long were you watching this and like i was much- i was around for about an hour because i took it on my personal responsibility to protect these to people? tell people to get the fuck out of here like, so i was like i was like it's you don't have to look <laughs> at it like, move scary. along and i'm I'm like move along and i like shuffle people off and- you have like a very strong mama bear i got, I, I got really pissed off and so and it was like groups of young kids. It made me so yeah. sad. Young kids at first. Wow. But then like they must have a network. And so word got out. And so then came like the people with the wooden crosses and the um microphones. Mm, this is so related to our topics. It's yeah. such an overlap. Mm-hmm. And I I 
And so I stayed as long as I could until Asher was like, are you going to pick me up? And I'm like, yes, I guess I will. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I'll pick you up. My I'm like, out here doing something important. Eight my kids' room. Yes, I'll give you a ride home, I guess. <laughs> Do you want mac and cheese? <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I was I was actually upset for the entire day after that because I'm like, this is my town, and to be like, just to, you know, I mean, you know, it's around, but you're like you're not impacted every day by that. Well, I was know? actually thinking about so this, this was just like since we're volunteering, yeah, this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was like, I wonder how much of like negative because I don't know if you guys experienced that at um when you were in the parade like are mm-hmm. there people that try to come down yeah like, there's the whole what is it, the west sections Westminster yeah. Baptist group last year we had a weird, there weren't many like there were actually like a few blocks down a few blocks down I yeah. think they got kind of pushed out which was they have a cool local volunteer group I think they're called the angels or something mm-hmm. so they wear big white sheets and they stand in front of like groups like the Westminster Baptist that have the microphones Mm-hmm. and just stand in front and just so people don't like, have to be exposed to it like very sad it is it's really sad it yeah is. it's really uh, like when you see that it is or like when the motorcycle club came and like revved up their engines to block out the people on the megaphones like it's so sad that it's happening but it's so empowering to watch people like i'm okay i'm confronted every day um so just like to be in the middle of that i'm like god this fucking sucks this is my town yeah. it made me like realize you know mm-hmm. how much of a bubble i live in mm-hmm. you know because i just intentionally like surround myself with supportive people but like the second you step out of the bubble it's fucking hate right yeah. hate right. just hating well at my agency we're, we're putting a booth we have a booth of pride but so we're opening the new building and and I have these signs and we were talking about putting them in the window, but it's like right on Pines and there's already like a lot of sketchy activity that happens near the apartments there. And I'm like, yeah, I like put in the lobby the second they walk in, so they see it's welcoming. But like my biggest fear, I'm like, if I They're put it, if I put it in the window, like if I put it in the window, I guarantee we will have every window broken out of our building and will be broken into in the first day but if you don't put in the window what does that say right right so we have it everywhere on our website which is where most people communicate with us first and then they come in it's everywhere in the lobby but like it sucks to have to like do that and you can think about it yeah right so um in the youth pavilion only people that have the tags can come in. It's going to be high security. Yeah. Okay. So the yeah, kids will okay. be safe. Yeah. I know. I was really worried about that because I yeah. have no idea. Like, and you know, from year to year, you just don't know what the vibe is of. Well, last year, hate. just across the border, there was the whole thing with the U-Haul full of idiots with khakis and navy blue turtlenecks or something right though came really? out like gonna do some shit but luckily somebody reported them right and that's so scary that's right across the border right right so yeah. it's always in my mind yep uh but i do live in a bubble i mean i go to places you know i go to the lucky across the street that is like super queer friendly so you live in a bubble and then you step out and you're like oh my god the world fucking sucks mm-hmm. so let me um that's a good segue my topic i'm going to talk about rainbow capitalism aka corporate pride 
Oh, good topic. I think I need my glasses because I have like it on 300 font. You guys are on kind of the same wavelength. Yeah. A lot of the time on topics. So 50 years ago, corporations wouldn't touch the gay community and now they can keep their hands off it. Do corporations put out rainbow products just to make money? Yes. Or do they really support Sorry. the LGBTQ community? Sorry. I mean, some. <laughs> you can't just slap a rainbow on something and say that you're an ally. There needs to be action involved. So that could be supporting legislation that uh, supports LGBTQ plus interests, donating money to politicians that support LGBTQ plus interests. It could be having really good practices and policies in place for, you know, to protect your employees and their families to have an inclusive workplace. So have either of you been following the Target and Budweiser fiascos? I have not. As of late? Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you tell? Yes. I seriously not. haven't heard of these? No, I can, I've been very in my own bubble. Seriously, this yeah. is like big fucking news. A lot of the times I will see like hateful, like awful things or like crashes and stuff and I kind of... No, this Some is big news in the community. I can't believe you me. Okay, so Target, you know, Target. It exists. Big yeah. Target. They um, recently made a decision to remove some LGBTQ-themed merchandise after customer backlash in, so- in stores. And so this really highlights the problem with what Eric Carnell, a transgender designer, whose products were pulled calls rainbow capitalism. So he's being vilified by the the right as a as Satan loving. <laughs> um it's been falsely claimed. And what of it is my point. I mean <laughs> so, club at the school. Bring it on. After school Satan. <laughs> it's been falsely claimed by you know all these Right wing pundits and media and after school Satanist ass and an abbreviation. Oh, you have to join the ass club. I would join the ass club. You just come up with that right now. Well, she said it, and I just had to do the math. That after the topic, I'm like, I need a sweatshirt, I need a tote bag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about the merch. (laughs) So, the, the right, you know, has been falsely claiming that Target is selling shirts that say Satan loves pronouns, which is not true. But this artist I mean, has there's no way to verify own... that, really. No, there is a way to verify that. Target <laughs> isn't selling those. Oh, oh, I guess I was about to say, I don't know if Satan loves pronouns or not. I mean, obviously. No, they're saying that Target's selling shirts that say I Satan think loves pronouns. That's not true. Yes. Because... So that is not true. The artist... <laughs> it's like following that. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, we can actually verify that. Yeah. Um, he... <laughs> So the artist has his own, you know, product line outside of Target, and he does sell a pin that um, from his brand Ab Prelin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. So he t- describes his brand as pastel goth LGBT pride. I love some pastels, honestly. I like a good pastel. And honestly, like pastel. So I checked out his website, cool. and the little um, pin is cute. Oh, it is cute. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but this is not for sale at Target. This is on his own website. Website, yeah. Which you can... So he's been vilified. It's funny. Like, it's 
funny. Well, and it's not even for sale at Target. I know. It's just specifically to poke fun at uber Christians who see that and get upset. It's in cheek. It's, it's, <laughs> Satan loves tongue in cheek. Um, so Target has sold LGBTQ related goods, you know, tied to Pride Month for years, but last week they removed just Carnell's products. Wait, they, who complained? Well, what happened is they said that there were a bunch of confrontations between customers and the products. Like, taking them off their racks, throwing them down, uh, yelling at employees. Get the F out of the store. Right to refuse service. Yeah, that's the people that are causing the Yeah, so basically it's the stores not willing to uphold the rights of their uh, their retailers or whoever they're purchasing from. So they, uh, yeah, so pulled this artist's products and that's so sad that the artist gets punished for the people that are smashing his stuff or their stuff yeah that's insane so some um conservative news outlets and republican politicians have also falsely claimed another false claim in this that his products and target were marketed to children which is not true Mm -hmm. so the clothing items that are particularly offensive um are women's gender-affirming bathing suits that were marketed for adults. So they have like tucking panels. So those were particularly the ones that were being ripped down and thrown on the floor. It's not offensive. If you need to tuck, you need to tuck and, and it's there to help. Who's even going through the bathing suits like checking on But like well, these like, individuals are highly transphobic. So. And offended to the like I think it's their own, like, oh my gosh, I don't know if mine will, you know, I might get lost in there. So we're offended, so we're gonna go into short property and that's okay. And then now we're gonna pull products because Yeah, so Target has pulled these, they're off. That's insane. So companies like Target launch products um, and campaigns for Pride Month. So, of course, they are trying to profit off of LGBTQ people that they hope will buy these projects or from allies, because some of it is, you know, not specifically tucking suits, but like positive pride rainbow shirts and have like messages and things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they fail to stand by LGBTQ people when challenges arise. So that is Cornell's criticism. He said, it's a very dangerous precedent to set that if people just get riled up enough about the products that you're selling, you can completely distance yourself from the LGBT community when and if it's convenient. My brain instantly, I don't know why, went right to the Capitol riots. Like, oh, like, oh, you can get mad enough and then that's an excuse enough to go and violate people's rights and property. Like, no. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that's, and then they're getting punished. Like, the people that are causing this destruction. Well, this is Target. Like, and this, so Target should be, should be up and blasted right now. Never allowed to be in the store. Like, again. don't buy from Target. Like, there should be cameras on the people that have, like, were no. causing destruction. Guess what? Now you have to buy to to that Satan pin. <laughs> it's going home with you. So his quote and continues, if you're going to take a stance and say that you care about the LGBT community, you need to stand by that regardless. Mm-hmm. So this decision to remove some pride products by Target 
came weeks after Brewer Anheuser-Busch's partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney triggered transphobic comments on social media and a boycott by some drinkers. So do you all know who Dylan Mulvaney is? Mm-hmm. So she's um, a transgender influencer, like popular on TikTok. Actually, I, think I think I've heard about Dylan her. Mulvaney. She actually had a sit down with Biden. I think my sister mentioned her familiar. So she got famous because she started doing this like 365 days of being a girl, mm-hmm. like when she started her transition and just did all these like funny kind of things um so anheuser-busch is like one of the largest beverage producers in the entire world Mm -hmm. did a partnership with her and people lost their fucking shit oh yeah anheuser-busch that's like lost their shit i just got mentally so mentally again me being from that world of like i was like oh that's great (laughs) that's so good (laughs) that's great I'm getting it now. Okay. So going back to Target for a second, the company said that due to volatile circumstances in its stores, it was going to remove the items that were most significant Mm -hmm. at the center of this confrontational behavior, which I need to mention again, were tech-friendly women's bathing suits. You're enabling these people coming in, destroying their property. By saying, okay, if you come in and wreck our store, then we'll just give you what you well, want. Well, and and what are we limiting here? Access to tech friendly bathing suits for people who want at a local like Target. store where it's going to be like cost friendly. Yeah, come on, because that's Target to order online from these specialty okay. companies is not cheap. Right, with shipping, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's stupid. You're limiting access to something that's hard enough to get it and and where you could actually like see it in person to see if it'd be a good fit with you which may also be a well the challenge the right has been um yeah i mean it's hard to return shit i i've mm-hmm. kept a lot of shit just because it was in the house and <laughs> <laughs> oh, box and go to the ups I'm like, now I'm like, me too. I take the lot. In the basement for the next year and a half until I hand it off to someone else. I $275 floor pads for my classic car, and they were like a thousand times too big. And I'm like, I looked at the the things and I looked at the box, and I'm like, fuck it. I can't, I'm not gonna, how do they even come out of this box? (laughs) Well, I was like, I can't even understand how they got out of the box in the first place. I, my time is valuable. My time right, is valuable. Right, right. I, bought, I will eat the two hundred seventy-five I bought a dog gate and there was <laughs> someone else was, was there and they were like, well, you have the box here. Like, we'll, we'll go take it back. And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? And they were like, well, it's just here. And they put it in. They like a piece of tape. And like we went to the store <laughs> and we handed it to them. <laughs> and, and we handed it to them and they like scanned the receipt. And it was gone. It was actually fairly easy, but I will never do it again. Have never done it again. Oh, it's not that hard, but for some reason, it gives me a lot of anxiety. No, it, I, I, it's the, it. I think it's the people who are willing to do that that give me the anxiety. I don't, <laughs> it seem like it's so easy. Like, come on, just do it. No, get away <laughs> from me. I ordered it's a, you. <laughs> I ordered a porch mat. <laughs> like, my dimensions were so off. Was <laughs> <laughs> it like a napkin? <laughs> I left it. I was like, I mean, you know, I wanted it like to be the whole patio. And I was like, just give me 
seemed like a nice for under the grill. Oh, we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things, like returning things that we ordered. That so challenging. Oh man, I'm anxious. I'm sweating now. Thinking about this dress. It's also a little hot here, but I'm <laughs> so I have a theory. Yeah, go ahead. So if you if you notice in all of this anti-trans rhetoric and vitriol that which comes is from increasing, the right, yes, yeah, it's horrifically terrifyingly on the rise but it's all targeted towards trans women mm -hmm. so my theory that is that it's because of you know this is a a base that's based in patriarchal society so mm -hmm. i think there's misogynistic aspects to it but i also wonder if there's something about it where they feel attracted and like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that makes them angry mm -hmm. right like well, they, they feel they they sometimes their own like desires. I mean, and then but they're stuffing it down, and then they're from they, the anger from folks I know often who would go to bars and because it is not uncommon for straight cisgender men or assumingly straight cisgender men to come right. into gay bars of some kind and then and then flirt and enjoy themselves and be attracted to and then be like hateful, offended, hateful yeah. and then discriminatory and potentially violent yeah. and and it's it's, it's their own shame yourself. right yeah and it's like okay and mm -hmm. good theory That's i, I think you're yeah. on something yeah. right there so um i mean target has put out some good messaging around this that you know that it was difficult to make that decision mm -hmm. they're I mean, considering the well-being and psychological safety uh, of who? Of the staff or the product? Whose psychological I, safety are we really concerned about? I mean, maybe their staff? How many incidents were there where they were coming in and targeting this artist or this creator and breaking stuff? Like, I that? mean, enough to make the decision to pull the products. It's mind blowing to me. There's so many people out there that's like, <laughs> I'm okay. curious how much media I attention like it got. There's an underground network. Like you were saying with the flag. Like yeah, were, like there's some. Calling their they're, like, I think they put so like much energy on him. into hate that they're like, like for example, the cross microphone guys down at the thing last weekend. Like they showed up like that, so I think they are. Oh, they coordinate. Mm -hmm. I think they're following the hashtags. I think they're signed up for newsletters. Like you're right. putting so much energy into hate versus if you could just like pivot that energy and put it into something positive, mm -hmm. like the world would be such a better place. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine just following shit constantly and hashtags and getting newsletters and being on like secret underline like like they're hands connected with the community then and then the most yeah, outlines are I do. Like I should here. I should get on their newsletter to find out what's going on. Well and it makes me think that I feel like Oh, similar like, this weekend similar pop sister here but they remind me a lot of like anti-abortionist folks who like are there at certain like and they they coordinate they know when things are happening they show up at clinics at specific times and it's like where do you get that the time organizational Go live skills. your own life and i'm gonna i swore constantly at these people's children outside of a planned parenthood because if you take your child to the edge of the street corner 
then this is on you. And if you hold up a sign that is like making this poor woman cry about that you know nothing about and you want to cure your child, then I'm going to scar your child for life. Get ready. Sorry, go ahead. Let's talk about the Bud Light Fialto. So, yes, Bud Light is an Anheuser-Busch product. Anheuser-Busch, as I mentioned, is one of the biggest money-grossing beverage companies in the world. Top three. Uh, so the company earlier this year put a trans woman, Dylan Mulvaney, in a marketing campaign and uh, things escalated to the point that Kid Rock was using his AR-15 to shoot up cans of Bud Light, which I watched the video. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I, just I watched was the video. Best I had to for my research. What was, um, I want to see it. The, um, what was the commercial or the advertisement? I'll tell you. So Anheuser-Busch partnered with Mulvaney to boost their easy carry contest. So it offered customers a chance at winning $15,000 for uploading videos of themselves carrying as many cans of beers as possible. Mm -hmm. So to promote the contest, Dylan was uploaded a sponsored video in which she was dressed as like Aubrey Hepburn kind of style. And uh, at the same time, the company was releasing a special line of Pride-themed cans. So they made a special edition gift for Dylan with the can of beer with her face on it. And it had the message, cheers to 365 days of being a woman. So that mm-hmm. referenced her um, her tiktok thing that she was doing her days of girlhood series so people lost their shit i mean what great advertisement for anheuser bush so what was interesting though is until i deep dived for my topic i thought because of the way the media mainstream media has been portraying this i thought that the beer that was coming out had Dylan's face. I thought you could go to the store and just get it and it would have her face. Okay. That's the and way it was being portrayed. And like that was in, in no. enraging people. And it was enraging people. And that's not even true. Gave it to her. That was just for her like a special gift but she yeah. had had posted a picture of that and people just went. Wow. They just fucking lost their shit and oh. ran away with I mean, it. First of all, I wish her face was on the can, and there's been stupider faces on cans. Yeah, I'm so. not a problem with it, but the mean? fact that there's so much misinformation, right? And I, I, I like trying to keep my ears to the ground, and I didn't even know that that wasn't true until I looked into this. So conservatives were just pissed; they lost their shit, um, and they not called my beer. for not my beer. A Budweiser boycott. The last sacred thing. They took our guns, now they take our beer. Oh no. So Budweiser's typically been, you know, a product marketed to white males and and uh so there's a bit people are freaking threatened. <laughs> so masculinity you know, is being threatened. There there was just like outrage about wokeness. Oh, and, those incels. What you know, which includes like? pronouns, like nobody understands pronouns. Like they so don't we say like, oh, oh, didn't they go to the store? Oh, I mean, did he, him go to the store? Like, come on, we use pronouns all the it's time in different ways. It's mm-hmm. not hard. So Mulvaney has been um 
transgendered. Uh, I mean, misgendered. I said trans. I said trans. Has been misgendered, like intentionally being called, you know, offensive things, and has actually been called a sexual predator, which mm -hmm. is not true. And that goes back to my last topic on mm -hmm. drag queens. Travis Tritt, who cares, said Anheuser-Busch products would be banned from his tour. Wham. Ben Shapiro, Piro, who I can't stand, uh, said that there would be, he said, well, folks, our culture has now decided men are women and women are men, and you must be forced to consume products that say so. I don't know. If you, have you all watched any drink. Ben Shapiro stuff? No. No. I just want to flick him in the forehead, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I love a good flick in the forehead. That's he scary. needs a good flick in the forehead. <laughs> that wakes somebody up. You're just like, I mean, I'd probably get punched. But well, they yeah. don't like woke. Right? They want to stay asleep. It wakes them up. Well, and it's not even like, I mean, okay, go be asleep. Just don't be a dick about it. Like, go, no one's forcing you to go buy that swimsuit yeah. to tuck your junk and okay don't you don't that. have to, you don't have to the well in the beer what about the beer the face isn't even on the beer drink the fucking beer yeah oh, damn it it's the same fucking beer sorry so companies are <laughs> companies don't want to make money like it's all about the money right right so they're you know they see their base the white male base kind of like sales have been not great so they're like let's expand our market so that's what's behind this it's it's not because Funny. there's a particular caring and so the partnership with Mulvaney was just to really try to just expand demographics which you know? is pretty common for marketing yeah and so you know that Mulvaney can again that was just a gift to Mulvaney to celebrate the marketing partnership it was never for sale to the general public i am shocked because if you watch any news you would have thought you could go down to the I store and buy that with two pairs like that could mm -hmm. be in the store i'm sure she had all the beer like holding it and she, she had a lot of followers and like people that were <laughs> very popular that's what i'm gonna yeah. say like they were smart to be like um hello like yeah. he's like giving us all this ad, like advertisement right. so we're going to give like sponsor her basically. Right. I'm all for equal monopolizing of social influence. And good on her. Sure. Like just take the money and run. Yeah, like that's good good on you. And the beer. And the shitty beer. Put my face on a beer, see how many people get pissed. I'm just I wanna see. So Kid Rock <laughs> I would drink that beer. I'm so happy. I watched the Kid Rock video for the sake yeah. of research. You're welcome, people. I'm okay. Good. The things I have exposed myself to for the sake of research because I don't want to just take somebody's word for things. I need to see it myself. Unfortunately, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your. I've learned that one time <laughs> I learned I take your word for it because I don't want to be traumatized again. So this video, this is Kid Rock. How did she traumatize me? Oh, the station house fire, which I tried not to watch and she watched. I watched it. It was the one time I went and watched something I was explicitly told oh, not to watch. Video. And it it I, I like had some secondary like checking my fire like for a while for months. I was traumatized yeah. for like 10 years from the first time I watched it. I watched and then I did the topic and then I went and rewatched it. I was <laughs> don't, don't 
I won't watch it. Like and so now on now on when she says don't, I say okay. I didn't I'm not worth it. No? Never even watch the is it don't fuck with cats or something. Yeah, don't watch that either. No, don't watch that either. There's some like triggering it's things. Not like, useful. It's not useful. It's not necessary. No, it's traumatizing. Yeah. My poor brain. So Kid Rock. So I, I watched this video. So did he ever find love? I don't know. So he's saying <laughs> Let me say something to all of you and be as clear and concise as possible. Um, he's wearing a MAGA hat in the video. <laughs> and so then he he hefts up his AR-15 and he starts firing into cases of Bud Light on the table and he goes, fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. You know, I'm sure his fan base resonated with that. I was like, what am I watching? So impressive. How like, is this like, just the norm? And it just shows how, like, why are we not addressing um, assault weapons control in our country? What is going on? You can like, just have that in your backyard. You're well, shooting like, an assault weapon in your backyard. Well, and just even that it's so socially okay to connect those two points. That because you don't like violence. I'm gonna violence is the right. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's horrific. How about just keep your opinion to yourself? And if you don't like it, don't buy How it. How about just yeah, don't drink yeah, the bud. I mean, I don't drink it anyway. But Wait, you want to influence your your people? <laughs> well, guess what? Uh you did that on was it Rock Love and you had your own little stroke on there? Um maybe you should stop drinking beer. For your own health, because we care about your health, maybe. So Why? Bud Light made a statement. Know. We never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over beer. Mm-hmm. Two marketing execs were put on leave. Wow. Oh. So, I'm going to be so fired. <laughs> I'm going to be so fired by now. <laughs> just recently, last month, the Human Rights Campaign notified Anheuser-Busch in a letter that they were at risk of losing their perfect corporate equality index score if the company did not take more substantive steps. So Equality index score, which sounds opposite of what you're about ready to say. Yeah. So the Human Rights Campaign awards um, corporations you know, for meeting certain standards of I see, equality. I see, I see. Okay, so it is actually a good thing. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Anheuser-Busch was in the circle, and they were getting warning that you're going to be out Why? of the circle. On what basis? Because of all this. Because of the As public their... backlash? Again, that kind of because sucks, Because of... Their well, they're, they're caving to the boycott. How have they caved? That's the, well, that's... they put two execs on leave. That's oh, because thing. of that. Yeah. Because they're trying to promote equality. Like, it's so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so, all that's saying... we got to be aligned. It's already been green-lighted. And so they're, they're doing now that they're to make a back. message, right? Like, yeah. look, we didn't approve this. Here's two people on leave. So, okay. so Walking it back. Right. Yeah. So immediately after they got this letter, um, Anheuser-Busch announced they'd be donating... $200,000, which is a drop in the fucking bucket for this company, may I say. A drop in the beer can. As one of, yeah, a drop of Bud Light. Drop uh, of Light. So they would be donating that to Communities of Color Initiative under the National LGBT Chamber of Commerce. So great, but that's a 
like I said, one of the top three beverage companies in the world. They're well, very rich. And how many, like, by pulling her marketing, which was promoting her and her community of followers, like, how much backlash does that impact on her? Let alone her quality of life. Now she's probably getting harassed and letters more than usual. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. She's been attacked. Right. Hardcore. And how does this impact her at all? Like, great that you're donating to some unrelated cause. I mean, it's related, but unrelated cause, really. Yeah. She's become a victim in this and yes. losing income on top Even, of it. Like, what do they say? Like, positive or negative advertisement or marketing is still... Yeah, she made a statement after all of this that said she was going to um, be pulling back from posting identity-related content. Mm, that's sad. And Anheuser-Busch gets all this free advertisement, right. and then the people that right, they like, right. backpedaled on are going to be like, oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, they get both sides. Yeah. Well, and I, I recently had a guest speaker um, who uh, is transgender at, at my university, and she said that it's sad to say, but right now, if she were considering coming out, um, she would not choose to do so in today's climate. And it is really sad because mm -hmm. of all the potential for violence discrimination. It is sad. really bad. It's like, I feel like it's like two steps, like one step forward, two steps back. What we're going well, to it goes back to the, like, on my topic, too. Like, it depends who's up there saying okay not okay which is everybody needs a vote and research your politicians you're voting for see what they're actually yeah, stand for about them. Yeah. and put your money towards corporations that you know can walk the talk so good segue to my next little segment major corporations go all in for pride month but behind the scenes are supporting anti-lgbtq legislation mm. so many people really want to know what where companies are really donating their money so there's actually luckily a corporate accountability project Ooh. that helps people to be able to look at what who companies are really supporting so they have a whole detailed list of Fortune 500 companies do donations to anti-LGBTQ plus politicians. So the report found that Toyota, AT&T, and Comcast donated the most to LGBTQ plus political anti campaigns. Anti, yeah, anti-LGBTQ plus political campaigns between 2019 and 2022. Comcast doesn't shock me at all because they're used to just uh, violating people's rights of money and access and mm -hmm. taking over mm -hmm. the world. Other companies mm -hmm. include Amazon, Microsoft, like State Amazon. Farm, and also trying to take surprise, surprise, Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. So, you know, it's like this whole, yeah, let's put um this transgender woman on a campaign because mm -hmm. we feel like we need to expand that demographic but behind the right, scenes right. let's put money into this campaign what's so that? there's no alignment with values no no it's the same thing as that so what's that body oh right so the parent company that owns 
uh, Axe body spray, which is like the women come after you, rah, that thing. Oh, yeah, I did that topic. Oh, right. Owned by that Dutch company. Right, right. Owned by the same Dutch company that owns Dove, the beauty, like natural body. Oh, the company that was going same in parents. South company. Africa and like stealing all the knit plants from right, right. people so, that live there. So, like, marketing is really messed up. You can do your research. They're trying to make money. They're not trying to live by values. So don't use marketing as a way to live your values. I really need support in breaking, cutting my umbilical cord with Amazon. Yeah, I would like to cancel my Prime. Me too. And not order from them. I would like to order from companies. And if it takes a week, the thing it is, takes a week. The thing is, it is no longer two days, which pisses me off. Because that was the original thing about why you got Prime, was you got it within two business days. I want to cancel Never it. again have I gotten it. I need an accountability buddy on this. Because I've been saying for years, fuck Jeff Bezos, fuck Amazon, and yet I'm an Amazon Prime member, and I order from Amazon all the time. I need right. help. I need the intervention. I could be pretty close to doing this with you, because so my... um. Uh, my my stepdad it works in the post office and he had a lot I mean again there's a, a whole huge, topic on that. Right, there's a yeah. whole ripple effect of how it impacts other industries super negatively and they don't mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. um yeah so I could be I, I need could be, I need an intervention I'm close I'm 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 I'll step I'm on the edge with you I need okay. I feel like we need I need somebody to push me on this like card or cards on the podcast there's no card I don't have a card you have a what card? are you talking about what do you have she was like your do you have a membership card is this like Costco? What? What decent level? Why are you? Do you have a jacket? Do you have a fucking jacket? You're off the podcast. What is that? Oh shit! I have. Why is it all black and punch rock? No, I have that. You have that. No, I have it. It's a credit card. You two are in deeper than I am. Oh my god! I am. Hold on. Shocked and horrified. Who are you people? You have membership cards. We're in deep. You're in deep. Why are they black as Because, rock because like, like they're evil. It's like three percent of all your purchases on Amazon. You get cash back. You get free money. So that they that's how they brand yeah, you. No such thing as free. No, it is. No, it is. It is hardcore. I no, get. We, you have to cut those up. We let. We have <laughs> balance. My oh what for oh I always pay it off every month like no, I keep we need to really make a pact to work towards oh I love that I judged you so hard and I was like oh shit oh, <laughs> like, second oh, that's oh. Good you don't have one of those well then but I am an Amazon Prime member and I probably have twelve Amazon cardboard boxes in my recycling right now so. be a member without the card no 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 you that's have a credit, credit card. Yeah, you can oh, be a prime member. Right. This yeah. is a credit that's card. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I really, I want to break free. You're I, easier. I mean, I need this to. Is time your credit is going on. <laughs> it's like this. I'm so I need support. This podcast episode is making me so anxious. Well, you have to cancel your Prime, but it's more than that. You'd have to cancel your card. You have to take not order off Amazon. You have to take a ding on your credit score. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. We would, but we will have to do that. No, I'll just cut it and stop using it. I'll I'll pay it down and then just not use it. Well, yes, yeah. Then you won't take a ding. I am in um, pre-planning state of change. Closing a card, though. Pre-planning. 
I'm not closing it. I'm just cutting it up so I don't use it. But eventually you'd have to close it. You have to close the card, Sarah. Well, because you're still a Prime member. You're a Prime member. There's still a, like the you're fee. You're still paying cost- every month. 16 something bucks a month. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic because I have like these subscriptions on my like my bank. That is a whole other topic. That I need to like get off of my I'm like stuck. Let's in talk this. about that on our next Sorry, Patreon yeah. because oh. I have a lot to say about that as well. Okay. So there are some pride events now going on this month that are called people's pride events that they ban corporations. I like because that. it seems like corporations are taking over pride parades. I mean, even ours, you go down, it's like every fucking corporation in there. And it's like, why are you here? Like, I'm not, I'm always like questioning. Right. Uh, when I went to the San Francisco pride, it was really interesting. Cause it was like 90% like Google gathered a bunch of their people together. And then, uh, then you had like Facebook and, and it was like, where are like the, like, like the local right people they're taking here. over so uh yeah so some of these pride events are now not allowing corporations so corporations that support pride need to do so with authenticity so i looked up what are some companies that actually do give back to the community mm-hmm. so i uh, just want to share four of them there's a bunch out there you can do mm-hmm. your own research apple mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. Dockers, nice, nice. Disney, okay. which we know is in a big battle against DeSantis right now, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, you're gonna love this one. Kind bar. <laughs> Full circle. Full See, circle. Wow. Everything's connected. Yeah. So there's a pride kind bar out right now. Aww. And so they they are with their special edition kind bar they make a donation to non-profit organizations supporting the community in need um so lots of including like a homeless lgbtq plus youth organization this has been an emotional topic like i had tears <laughs> and i'm like very over yeah just the amazon card thing you feel good about your fine bar right um, I do. they say we also pledge our commitment to the community by signing an arnicus brief in support of lgbtq plus worker protections with the trio of cases leading to a landmark Supreme Court decision for workplace protections, we are proud members of the Human Rights Campaign's Business Coalition for the Equality Act. Okay. So they really put their money where their marketing is. So I think nice because I mean this has really just been a phenomenon that I've noticed over the last few years where you walk in a store and like everybody's everything's fucking rainbow I'm like what is well, this and like, I specifically, like what is this and I yeah. specifically don't like generic rainbow stuff anymore because it I mean even that is outdated like there are updated rainbow flags that are more inclusive and but it's like just because it's rainbow doesn't mean it's yeah pressing. so do your research pine bars are okay we give the deeply disturbing things podcast seal of approval on the kind bar. So yeah. I so I bought this last year. Thing. Yeah. Um, this is from Lego. I bought this last March, March of 2022. However, this has just come to the attention of the right. And so now they're calling for um, a ban on buying Legos 
which is stupid. This is the Everyone is Awesome set. As soon as I saw this was out there, I like got on the wait list. I was one of the first people to get it. So I wanted to look up, okay, does Lego walk the talk? Mm -hmm. And they do. Luckily, they donated a million dollars last year. And Lego's pretty closely. And Lego's pretty closely tied with Disney as well. And they're always involved in like. uh, I would have had to change my entire lifestyle if Legos were out. I have an entire Lego room in my basement. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's do our deeply disturbing rating. Uh, Sarah, for um, religion, separate. Yeah. Separation of church and state. Six. Sure. I'm going to say seven. I'm going to say five. Okay. How about corporate pride, rainbow capitalism? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say seven because I hate hypocrites and like I just it makes me gag. They're so powerful and nobody's aware of it. It bothers me. It's just dumb. Like I I don't like like oh you have the rainbow socks now and then the rainbow socks are gone the rest of the year. (laughs) I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah, we got eight. Eight. Yeah. Mm. I'm mad target for you're mad i'm mad yeah. i mean targets i'm angry oh, no, i'm not a target i'm just mad that they're like you know okay you're gonna come in here and break things and so we're gonna remove the products that that people need the people need and then also how they're saying like oh yeah we promote this and this for marketing purposes so that they can make more money and then behind the scenes are donating to like anti right yeah that just makes me sick to my stomach like sometimes I don't like wearing a bra. That doesn't mean I go and rip up the bras and freaking target. Burn them. Right. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll say six. Cool. All right. Well, if you didn't listen to our last episode, my firstborn son was our special guest and he talked about all kinds of cool esoteric shit. So mm-hmm. check that out. Mm-hmm. Ley lines, everything's connected. Your energy is one. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Oh, let me go, let me go. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Bye. Oh my god, I just realized we're drinking out of rainbow cans, and now I really want to research this company. I was gonna, I was gonna. They consistently have this one. They do, they do. They have this all year round. All year and round. I originally was attracted to it because it was a rainbow, but what now I need to look it up. Okay, what if you find out that there are Then I will throw them on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna research um, this company, Housewine, and I'll report back. Wait, okay, so. By kind bars. Okay. Uh, support corporations that are up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And question the. <laughs> I want to swear by the end of my can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> question the people that are standing just outside the bathroom. Ooh, good. Bye. Woo!